Who are you? You heard of the USS Lawton? Neither did the public. Out of a thousand young men on that ship, I was the only survivor. They told my family she was sunk in battle, but I know what I saw. It had no conscience. No reasoning, just destroy. I spent the last 30 years trying to prove the truth of what I learned that day. This planet doesn't belong to us. Ancient species owned this earth long before mankind, and if we keep our heads buried in the sand, they will take it back. Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting next to me is Arwen. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies and more. If you like this podcast, come follow us over on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies One, and that is Funtime Movies and the number one. You can find us in all uh, streaming podcast services, including Stitcher and uh, Google, whatever. Google Podcasts. Yeah, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, blah, blah, blah. You know where to find us. You're (laughs) listening to this anyways. All right, so let's get started. Warning, spoilers. All right, we're going to continue our Monsterverse month of April. And we're going to talk about the second installment, 2017's Skull Island. Kong Skull Island, that is. Rated PG-13, and they use every uh, loophole imaginable in this one for that rating. Mm -hmm. Uh, One hour, 58 minutes. Directed by Jordan Vogt-Roberts, and it stars Tom Hiddleston. Samuel L. Jackson, Brie Larson, John C. Riley, John Goodman. There's not one superhero in this movie, folks. <laughs> but they're all, they're basically all of them are in a Marvel movie. Yeah, I think so. Except for maybe John Goodman. Mm, I think he, I think he's been in something. Because John C. Riley was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh huh. Brie Larson is Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Tom Hiddleston is Loki. And Sam Jackson is Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this movie got Oscar nominated for Best Achievement in Visual Effects. I can see that. It it was nominated for a bunch of Teen Choice Awards. It was nominated for an MTV Movie Award. Because we know that those are really the ones that matter. I'm just saying it's, <laughs> it's it was nominated for a lot of yeah, awards. Yeah, yeah. But it starts with, you know, the uh, dog fight. Yeah, I like how you actually hear the gunfighting mm-hmm. before you see them. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's pretty interesting because John C. Riley's character, who isn't John C. Riley, his name's Hank. Yes. Uh, he drops out of the sky. His plane crashes off in the distance. It's 1944, by the way. Yeah. And then he sees the plane crash of the one that he was uh, in a heated battle with. Yeah, and so he immediately looks to see if there's another man who ejected. Yeah. Which, of course, there was. <laughs> yep. So he's running towards him, and he fires a couple shots, misses every shot. Stormtrooper yeah. shoots. Yeah, yeah, he's just not good. The other the other guy, he shoots. And what was his name? It was like, it started with a G. It's like, gun. <sighs> They say it yeah. really late into he the movie. He says his name like you already know who he is. Exactly. They they have a heated battle. Yeah, they, um, they fight. He they, all, chases, they gets chased through the woods. They end up at, at a cliffside. Yeah, and he has his katana on him. Yeah. 
So it's really interesting because uh, Hank's character puts his hands on the blades, mm-hmm. yeah, or on the blade, and and you know he continues to push that blade into him, and you're like, he just destroyed his hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's terrifying. I I felt it, and I've never like, had that ah, happen to me. Yeah, I'm not clutching a blade, no. and it's just sliding. Yeah, no. But that's what you do when you're trying to save your life. Yeah. So, and then a giant ape interrupts him. Yeah. And we get Kong Skull Island, mm-hmm. the crawl. And and just like in the last movie, the Godzilla movie, they show like the newsreel footage, archive footage of bombs going off and islands and, you know, woods and stuff like that. But you're also getting more of American history. Yeah. Going through. And, and I think the theme of this movie was discovery. Okay. Because they kept saying discover, mm-hmm. find new new worlds, going out into outer space, discovering new planets, mm-hmm. you know, things like mm-hmm. that. So it was all about discovery, and I felt that to be the theme of the movie in a way. Yeah. We saw the Monarch logo uh, in with the credits. Yeah. Just like the last movie, but we didn't know what the Monarch logo was at the time. Mm-hmm. So... We end that opening scene. It's 1973. Yep. The war's about to end. Um, There's a protest going on. Yep. Nixon's pulling out the troops. That was the big takeaway from this. Mm -hmm. And John Goodman's character never got his name. And this other guy. Bill Randa in Houston something. Okay. So Bill and Houston need to convince a senator to go out to this island and they convince him in a way that is very Cold War. It really reminded me of, like, 2010. Yeah. Where it's like, well, they're going out here anyway, so let's hitch a ride with them. That way we discover it at least at the same time. Or we discover it before the Russians. That's right. what they wanted to do. And it, right. But, you know, in a situation in space, you're both going to discover it at the same time. Yeah. And in this instance, they're th- going to discover things at the same time. There was a three-day window. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to get there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did that tomorrow because the next couple scenes were in a bunch of different countries. You can't just do that in a day. No. Uh, Landsat is the company that already had a scheduled uh, trip to yeah. this mysterious uncharted island. So Monarch, which would be Randa and Houston's mm-hmm. team... They're going under the guise of a geological uh, expedition. Yeah. Because this island is unique. Yeah. Landsat is supposed to be mapping. So, we did learn that Harry Truman founded Monarch in 1948. Mm-hmm. Um, that was said in the the passing. Um, so, that's interesting. And then we cut to Vietnam. And we see Pillboy. Mm-hmm. I and never did catch his real no, name in this movie. No, he, I call him Pillboy, but he's been in like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend uh-huh. and he's in uh, Tacoma FD. Yeah. Uh, both shows, very funny. Um, but I call him Pillboy because he was Pillboy in The Good Place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we see Pillboy, we see Nick Fury. Um, we see a guy that he's called Chapel Chap, Chapman, I think. And he's writing letters to his son. Yeah, Chapman is. So people mm-hmm. are always like, dear Billy. Yeah. And it, it's kind of funny, but then it becomes real sad later. 
Yeah. Um, Nick Fury's called in for a new mission. And he's he's one of those type of soldiers, and you've seen this in a hundred movies, where he doesn't want to leave the theater of war. No, and he he's looking at his box of medals, and he he yeah. says, "What was all this for?" Right. And then he gets this call. Well, he's upset because the the war is lost. Basically. Yeah, he eventually makes a statement to Weaver, which we'll talk about in a little mm-hmm. bit, that. She's she's a photographer, and, and she, he goes, oh, you're a war photographer. She's like, I'm an anti-war photographer. And she says something like, how do you feel about losing the war? And he says, we didn't lose the war. We walked away. Yeah. And that's his mentality is that they walked away from something, and so they truly yeah. did not win it. So he feels like he has something to prove mm-hmm. and that he's not done yet. And this is Samuel L. Jackson. Did we mention yeah. that? Okay. Yeah, I've been calling him Nick Fury. I don't remember his name. Uh, his name is Packard. Packard. Okay. Uh, then they cuts to Saigon and uh, Bill and what's his name? Houston. Houston are in Saigon, like the same night or the next day. I don't know. They have a three-day window is what they said. Yeah. I don't think they're going to make it. Maybe it's a three-day window to make it to... No. It's a three-day window to get on the island. They meet up with Tom Hiddleston. James Conrad. James Conrad. And he's like playing pool and he hits a guy with a pool stick. Well, yeah. He gets gets attacked. Yeah. Yeah. So he's some kind of tough guy. You You've, find out he's Royal Air Force and he's a tracker. He's a tracker. Mm-hmm. So we got everybody from Jurassic Park now. Okay, so we saw a lot of people review this. And the one complaint that seemed to be amongst most of these people is that there wasn't any background or character development. Right. And in my opinion, this is a monster movie. Mm-hmm. It's also... To degree, a survival movie. Yeah. So you already get what each of these people are. Why do you need character development? They are you what don't they are. Really. You get you get the general who is obviously out out for more. Yeah. You get the scientist guy who's not telling you the whole truth. These are tropes that are already existing. Why do you need character development? You don't. No, this is a fun popcorn movie. It's not Hamlet. absolutely. All right, here's where you get to Weaver. She's in Thailand, I think. Somewhere, there's a place in Thailand that they go. I never wrote any of them down. But they name off like four different cities in the eastern uh, region. I think she was in the Thailand area. And And she's uh, a photographer. Yes. And she is contacted by Landsat. She is not contacted by Monarch. So there's where some of your timing might be weird. Is because she's not with Bill's group. But I'm thinking that this is all chronological. So I would think so, but I have a feeling that the land that Weaver's not because Landsat already had their trip planned out. Yeah. But what's funny is that she is actually she didn't apply for the job. Mm-mm. Someone else applied for her. Yeah. And so she's like, Oh, this would be great, you know. Yeah, and so they do like a kind of like a debriefing where they're talking about the island. They're all in this one little room and everybody's giving their PowerPoint presentations. Um, we see Mustache Dude, the other dude from The Good Place. Mustache Dude. Yeah, the Mustache Dude. 
Oh, I never did get his name. Yeah. Well, his mustache, dude. What, real quick before that, when, when Weaver showed up to get on the boat, the, the guy, the devil guy from The Good Place. Yeah. He was like, oh, you're a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just thought that Weaver was a guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So anyway, yeah. And, and they say the that uh, the island is surrounded by a perpetual storm. Mm-hmm. Um, one, of the, one of the soldiers goes, well, I guess we're scientists now. Because they're going to set seismic charges, which are basically bombs yes. to uh, to see how deep the earth goes or mm-hmm. whatever. And that's that. And the next scene is them heading out by boat on a uh, carrier. Uh-huh. And out, they approach this sea. storm. And it's a literal wall of storm yeah. around this island. And the mustache dude is like, "We this is too dangerous. I'm calling it." And Randa, who Bill, uh, that's Goodman. He he's like, "You're gonna go back and tell him that a little storm kept you from discovering the yeah the, the biggest discovery of the century." And he's like, "There's no way you're gonna get me on a helicopter." The next scene is him in front of a helicopter, and he's, he's getting, getting on it. In. <laughs> so they all they all take off, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson says, "Hold on to your butts." Just like he did in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's like 11 helicopters and two, like regular helicopters. And then there's two longer helicopters that I believe have all of the uh, explosives yeah. on them. And so they head into this this storm and Samuel L. Jackson gives another one of his grandiose speeches. Yeah. And it's the story of Icarus and flying two co- too close to the sun. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting because the imagery that we keep getting through this movie is they'll they'll show like Kong's eyes and they're kind of yellow and fiery looking, mm-hmm. you know, and then they'll zoom in and kind of through it. And it's like you're looking at a fiery sun. So that's kind of like the whole thematic yeah. theme is that you're flying too close to the sun. Now, this director uh, is basically a video game director. He's directed a bunch of video games. Okay. I know that much. Uh, But he's done a couple things that we've been around to possibly have seen, but probably haven't seen. Okay. Um, So, but uh, one of them is You're the Worst. Oh, that show? Yeah, it's a Mm -hmm. good show, but, you know, we've only watched a couple episodes. It's hard for me to watch it because they really are the worst. Yeah. It's like, it's funny. But there's only so much of that I can watch at one sitting. Yeah. And, and so... They, they focus they, they, they focus on that Nixon bobblehead. Yeah. Yeah, as they are coming through the storm. They come through the storm, and it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like looking at a painting. Yeah, the cinematography here is really good. Yeah. I'm hoping that that was like real shots of somewhere. It's Hawaii, yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. And, and then they're like, well... Time to blow stuff up. And they turn on their record player. I absolutely love the soundtrack for this movie. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. There's a lot of songs from the late 60s to early 70s. Yeah, the Vietnam era music. From, from Credence Clearwater to Revival to uh, Ziggy Stardust. My favorite thing about the music is that they didn't play Fortunate Son. Because it's always it's Fortunate always Son. It's always Fortunate Which is Son. a great song. Yeah. But it, it's like... There were other Creedence songs. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They also didn't play all along the Watchtower. Yeah, um, and they could have had a perfect opportunity yeah. for that at one point, or, or any of the other cliche songs that you might have heard in something like 
Forrest Gump. Yeah. So they're blowing, they're blowing stuff up. They, they show deer running away from the uh, bombs and they explode the bombs next to the deer and the deer die. Uh, things like that. And then, uh, they're still blowing stuff up. They're having a good time. Then suddenly a tree hits them out of nowhere. Yeah. You see this tree flying through the air Right into the one helicopter, and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, it's like, boom, they're dead. What's interesting is you get a couple of helicopters destroyed, and then they're showing the rest of the people in their their helicopters, and they're like deer in headlights. They're like, what What just happened? What just happened, yeah. And what do we do now? And then the shot. And then Kong. Boom. This movie did not shy away from showing you Kong in full sunlight, and has battle scars and anything yeah. else. I mean, any of the battles. There, there was one battle in the dark, but there was so much light yeah. that you could see it. It wasn't anything like it Kong. It was beautiful and, or, too. Or the last gods. They show the setting sun uh, and Kong silhouetted against it, and the helicopters coming towards him. I mean, it's it looks like a poster. Yeah, it's great. It's it's, and then he proceeds to smash, smash, smash. Mm-hmm. Kong smash. He destroys all the helicopters. Yes. And only a handful of people survive. But so they're scattered all over the island. We we end up with basically four groups to begin with. Chapman is his own group. And yeah. he is with the explosives. Yep. He's got the napalm and the uh, other explosives. Uh-huh. C4. Uh, then we end up with uh, Conrad and Weaver. Yep. I can't remember if they had any soldiers with them or not. I don't think they do. Packard and Pillboy and uh, they were by themselves. And then Houston, Sam, and the Landsat guys. Oh, wait. And there was one more group. Cole Mills and seven other soldiers. Yeah. They're just fodder. Yeah. They're the red shirts. And so those, those are kind of, they're scattered they say about over four to five miles, mm-hmm. which makes sense. And so the first group that meets up is uh, uh, Packard, Packard and Pillboy meet up with Cole and the other military guys. Yep. And he sits down with Dan Connor, points a gun at him. Yeah. Says, you're going to tell me everything you know now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so he kind of does, but yeah. not all the way. They do mention the hollow earth in this movie. Um, yes, after they start the charges. To the people who don't understand the monster verse or don't watch all the movies, yeah, Godzilla versus Kong, they have a hollow earth entrance in Antarctica. But there's one on Skull Island, and mm-hmm. there's one in Tokyo, Japan. Mm-hmm. It's those things that you're not paying attention to, but they are mentioned, and if you miss it, that's your tough luck, you know? <laughs> it, it just annoys me that these people are like, well, that didn't make sense. Why do they have to go all the way to Antarctica? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they explain it. It's the easiest access. Yeah. Just go with it. Mm-hmm. It's a freaking movie. <laughs> also, we find out Randa's ultimate reason of why he came here. Because like 40 years ago yeah, or 30 years ago, 30 years ago, he was on a boat. He was in the military, and he was the lone survivor. And he said yeah. something took that boat out. Yeah, he. And got I think attacked. we see that boat. He got attacked by a massive, unidentified terrestrial organism, a, a muto. Yeah, and so he's like, "I've been called crazy. 
but I came here for proof. Yeah. And that's what he's here for. And so Packard says he's going to kill it. He's going to kill yeah, that he's like, mon- this monster. Is, this is Packard's goal the rest of the movie is to kill the monster that killed his men. He's on a mission. His mission is to take revenge. And, and he doesn't care who gets and hurt And this in, is what he's d- trying to do. He's trying to prove a point that he is a good soldier. Mm-hmm. He's a good general. No man dies for a random reason. Yeah. And being a black colonel, I think he's a colonel, in the Vietnam era, probably was a feat. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. There 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 were definitely mixed races and colors throughout history mm-hmm. in in military, but for him to have a high-ranking position, I don't know how how often that really happened yeah. in the Vietnam era. I don't either. One of the other things uh he says is that uh Monarch is in search of these monsters. Yes. They they he knows that the monsters are there. He knows that the monsters want to reclaim earth Mm -hmm. and they're they're starting to do it now this is 1973 Mm -hmm. things happen later Mm -hmm. as we'll see in some of the other movies well the next movie specifically the next movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so this is where right after that interaction is where houston is telling his group about the hollow earth theory and how he had written a book and uh that when they were looking at the data from those charges that were going off, they were like, wow, you know, and basically it was hollow underneath of this island. Right. So that goes in with the theory of the hollow earth that yep. there is an entrance here. No bedrock. We they s- go back to Packard's group. Uh, they bury their men. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, let's head towards Champ. That's his yeah. ultimate goal is to head towards Chapman, Chapman and... And save him, but also he knows that that's where the weapons are. Yep. Um, Hiddleston's group is with uh, one of the soldier kids uh, from Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. I think his name in this movie was like Silvco. Yeah, he's a good kid. Oh, yeah. He's young. He's young. Um, He's scared out of his mind. He was like, what the hell just happened? Well, uh, they encounter this giant water buffalo and he's he's got his gun aimed at it you know and it's not doing anything it's just walking towards them you know and uh conrad like helps him lower the gun and then the water buffalo just walks away yeah yeah he's just curious yeah so we've established that kong is not the only giant creature on this island now so we should be aware that there could be other things that are Unusual. Absolutely. And we see one of those right away. The soldiers are walking through this bamboo-type oh, forest. Yeah. And we hear a noise. They all turn around. And that guy is skewered. With what looks like a bamboo yeah. tree. Yeah. And it's through his mouth and out his back. Uh-huh. Um, very much like if you've ever seen the movie Cannibal Holocaust, there is a scene where someone is on a pike. Ugh. And it's up through their mouth. And through their body. Uh-huh. Um, I'll take your word for it. I haven't oh, seen I can that. show you the movie. Nope, nope, nope. I'm good. It's I'm good. one of those movies that are banned for a reason. <laughs> it's the first, first found footage film, I think. It's not real. It's a found footage film. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not real. Okay, good. 
uh, them killing the animals was real. That's rem- what got oh, them in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I remember in high school they had those found movies that were like you were watching people being murdered and I was like why would you watch that faces of death yeah it was the thing in the 80s that we all wanted to see and we watched into the 90s for me we watched an autopsy and then you see a giant crocodile kill a guy yeah it's interesting stuff so anyway uh, uh, Hiddleston's group finds a settlement yeah I was gonna say we we get a, a, a small scene with Chapman where he finds this water source yeah. and Kong comes by. And so he's like scared and everything. Mm-hmm. And Kong, you think sees him, but no, he grabs like this octopus. Oh yeah. He ha- he has a small battle with an octopus. Well, that yeah, <laughs> but that's after they, uh, Hiddleston's group meets Marlo because I have that stuff after. No, I've got it right. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. So anyway, uh, yeah, before that, they meet Marlo, and Marlo, all right, they walk into this settlement, and they're looking around, and then someone opens their eyes real quick. Yeah, because Weaver was going to take a picture. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is it is Brie Larson. That is Brie Larson (laughs) in that makeup. That's funny. So they had to get that scary feature out, and it's real quick, and she's not... She's not playing two roles no. here. No, um, it was just for, just that, for scene, that scene, I guess. And and then they're kind of coming at him with spears. spears. Mm-hmm. And these are like uh, natives of this land, mm-hmm. but they're probably from the Hollow Earth as well. It appears they when we eventually these monsters. Yeah, when we eventually see the Hollow Earth later down the road. Spoiler: uh, there clearly had been. Human activity. Yeah. And then they meet Marlo. And Marlo's just this. He's been there since 44. 20, kinda, 28 years, 11 months. He kind of uh, talks about his friend. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, yeah, friends. And he's like, oh, well, you know, we eventually became friends. <laughs> <laughs> and and he'll say things like, he ad-libs a lot in this movie, I found out. And... He he'll he'll say I'm gonna kill you in your sleep tonight. I'm just kidding. No, I might I might not be. <laughs> you know. So he's he's your comic relief. When I first saw the commercials uh, for the trailers to this movie and they showed him specifically, I was like, oh, it's gonna be dumb. <laughs> I mean, I like John C. Riley. He had done some really uh, offbeat comedy with with Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell, and, and then he did Walk Hard. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of. The Dewey Cox story. I'm just not. Dewey, you halved me. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, but I, I like I like him. He was funny. I think he redeems himself as a semi-serious actor oh, yeah. in this because he has some moments where he's super serious. Oh, yeah. If you ever watch Boogie Nights, he's in Boogie Nights. Yeah. And he's got a good role in that movie. Yeah. I think I've only seen that once. So. Was, that was a good movie, though. Yeah. It was. Uh, so then we go to Chapman. Chapman's drinking water, uh, uh, filling his canteen anyway. And yeah, Kong shows up. A giant squid attacks him. He kills it. He eats some of it. I was like, ooh, he, calamari. Yeah, and then he drags <laughs> it away. Yeah. And that's that scene, really. Uh, it was a good scene, though, where they showed the damage that his encounter with the helicopters yeah. had done to his body. So I'm going to talk again one time about novelizations 
both movies had novelizations, and King Kong had a novelization, the original 1938 film. Mm -hmm. And in the novelization, the boat that they traveled to to Skull Island on was called The Wanderer. Okay. In the movie, it was called something else. Mm -hmm. In this movie, Kong Skull Island, they have, the settlement has like, a hollowed out boat that yeah. they live in or something. Mm-hmm. And they made it a temple basically. Yeah, and they show these mural paintings. That boat is called the Wanderer. Mm-hmm. And I wondered if this boat was the boat that Randa had been on. No, that boat was taken away. Remember they showed that boat being towed away or towed, Oh, what? Towed oh, okay, okay. See, I thought the boat that he had been on was still on this island. No. Okay. And we learn about the skull crawlers. He goes, they're called skull crawlers. And they're like, really? He's like, well, I, I mean, I just made it up. And to, to be fair, it sounds sounded cooler in my I just made it up. You can call it whatever you want. He, he goes, that's the first time I've ever said it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> because these people don't speak. They don't speak. Or they rarely speak when mm-hmm. they do speak. They don't smile and they don't speak. They kind of smiled a little when uh, Weaver yeah. had was taking pictures mm-hmm. of them. Because you get this nice little community of feeling out each other. Yeah, this movie reminded me of a, a bunch of different movies. Mm-hmm. One of them, like being uh, Johnny Weissmiller's Tarzan when they're go- going through the jungle. This is, I'll tell you what. Every time I watched a Tarzan movie and they were walking through the jungle and they had to get in the water, someone was drowning. <laughs> it didn't matter. And something would have pulled them under. It didn't matter. Uh, if they were walking on dry land, a tiger would attack. So it's just these little elements like, I know something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then it does. Yeah. And I'm not surprised. Yeah. Because I used to watch Tarzan. <laughs> the other thing is uh, something like Gorillas in the Mist. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, Sigourney Reaver's character is uh, living amongst the apes. Yeah. And she's taking all these pictures. Third thing is... National Geographic. Back when I was a kid, you'd be at the dentist. There's highlights and National Geographic and some woman's magazine. Mm-hmm. I'd always pick up the National Geographic to find the African boobies. Yeah. Other <laughs> other than that, <laughs> other than that, though, I would see pictures of natives. Yeah. Uh, who have never seen people before, mm-hmm. or white people, mm-hmm. or cameras or technology yeah. so you'd get that and and so they he add they added all these elements in this this movie was originally supposed to be set in 1917 oh really yeah and uh when when they were going over the script he they they were like no nah, this just isn't working as a 1917 period piece let's let's put it a little further in the future mm-hmm. and so they did it also felt a little like an apocalypse now kind of oh yeah military movie definite imagery for yeah. Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Especially when they're fighting Kong the first time with the sun setting yeah. and, and yeah. the helicopters going with their slow motion helicopter uh, propellers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beautiful scenery to look at. Yeah. Uh, we also learned that Kong uh, had a couple parents that were murdered or killed. By, uh, by the big one. The big one. Yeah. And... Uh, Kong is young, but he's still growing. So I really liked how they do this story scenery because it's like cave painting, but it's on rocks, different kinds of rocks. So yeah, so 
if you're looking at it at one angle, you get one picture. If you look at it at another angle and so forth, you know, yeah. and you get this full story of the island's history mm-hmm. of the monsters. Yeah, so there's your there's your development right there, folks. You don't have to you don't have to give me seven hours of exposition no. just to explain the 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 simplicity of this island. And we find out that the skull crushers had killed his Japanese friend. Yes. And then, the, as Weaver's taking pictures, she sees a hole through the wall. So she goes through the hole through the wall. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, it's covered in spikes um, to protect the people inside from monsters. She's also hearing... Uh, she hears the noise. An, an animal. Yeah. And it's a, one of those water buffalo mm-hmm. with a helicopter on it. Yeah, I stuck. And so she's going to lift the helicopter no, off the water buffalo. It, it's like, you do realize you're really small compared to a helicopter. Well, she's got that mom strength and she's a superhero. <laughs> we but yeah, all know this. Yeah, she's, she's like under it and she's like, come on. And I'm like, and then I think she tries to talk to it. To help, to encourage it to to get yeah. up, but it's stuck. And it's also a big dumb animal. Exactly. Water buffalo aren't that smart. <laughs> but what happens is uh, the helicopter lifts itself off. Yeah. Uh, Just miraculously. But, but then she looks up and yeah, it's Kong. It's Kong. And Kong's looking at the thing. He looks at her and he just like tosses a helicopter off to the side. It's kind of funny. The 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 water buffalo just kind of stands up, just saunters off yeah, to the just side, walks like away. Well, this is better. Yeah. <laughs> so they kind of have a, a moment where he looks angry at first and then he kind of looks at her and he's like, she's not a threat. Yeah. You know, and then he walks away from her. Oh, so yeah, it's, his name was Gunpie. Gunpie? Gunpie? That sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I wrote down something that may look like Gunpie. So that's the name of the uh, Japanese soldier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you find out that they, he... They'd actually been together six years before the skull crawlers had had killed yeah. him. Yeah, they became good friends. Yeah, yeah. He learned Japanese. We see the soldiers fighting a stick bug monster. It looks like a, a log, mossy covered log, and it that turns was, into a stick bug. That was Chapman. He had sat down on the log. Okay. Yeah, it was just Chapman. Uh, he, <laughs> you get a little foreshadowing of of something to come. So he. He sticks his gun and through, like through the the strap in the notebook and his dog tags. No, not his no, dog, not tags, his dog tags, but to a tree. Yeah, and you see deer Billy, you know, and then he sits down on that log, which turns out to be the thing, and he shoots at it, and it's like and it's just I'm like, just wa- I'm just hey, man. I'm just here, you know, and stop stop harshing my mellow. Yeah, and so it it walks away eventually, and you're like, oh, he might be okay, and no. Nope. He gets he gets tagged. immediately gets now, the the skull crawl the skull crawler from a first person yeah and that and then blood yeah there's there's something interesting about the skull crawler is that it's walking on two legs front it's, legs yeah it's lizard like it has no back legs no it's it's a tail a tail um and it's got like a beak yeah that almost looks more like a skeleton than yeah. an actual. And they're loosely based on a monster from the original Godzilla, or not Godzilla, the original King Kong movie. Oh. Um, that was a lizard that walked only on two legs. Weird. Yeah. It was claymation, man. You could do anything with that. Well, yeah. So, yeah, Chapman's dead. Uh, but uh, Packard's 
people are going towards Chapman. They want to go and save Chapman. Um, Our other group, Weaver's group, uh, they're, they they tell Hank or Marlowe or whatever his name is. Hank Marlowe. Yeah. They, they tell Hank that they need to get to the other side of the island in, within three days. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's impossible. And yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah you're not going to do that. <laughs> and then he goes, maybe, you know. Yeah. And he's got, they had taken their two planes and made a boat out of them. Yeah. But it's not running, so they need to fix it. Yep. So we have a little fixing montage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then he says goodbye to everybody. He has to leave Gunpie there. He's like, sorry, buddy. Yeah, because they had made a pact that they were going to leave together. But mm-hmm. he does take the katana. Yep. And uh, he knows how to use it. Yes. And then they kind of like sail off eventually. So while they're on the boat, they're filling in uh, Hank on everything he's missed in yeah, the last playing, 28 years. Yeah, they're playing uh, Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Yeah. And and that's funny. He goes, he goes. What happened? Happened to Benny Goodman and what's that? And blah blah blah. And the guy goes, "You're like a time traveler, man. This is weird." <laughs> but they they tell them that we're in a cold war with Russia. Yeah. And he goes, "Wait, Russia's our ally, you know." And uh, and he goes, "What is a cold war? Does it mean like like it's iced over or something?" No, he goes, he "Or goes, what did what did he say?" He goes, "Does it mean they take the summers off?" Oh yeah, so. yeah. He just didn't couldn't comprehend it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But what I totally forgot this. This is funny to go back to when they meet up with Marlo the first time, and they're going through, and he asked if we won the war, and the soldiers go, "Which one?" And he goes, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, goes, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and then uh, another thing Marlo says is like, he's like, "It was crazy, man. There's like a giant ant out there. It sounds like a bird, but when you look up, it's an effing ant." <laughs> I mean, they use they use every bit of that PG thirteen. Uh huh. Um, and this movie was originally three hours long, by the way. Oh wow! There is a lot cut from this movie. Wow! Uh, Didn't you say that was ad lib too? Yeah, it was ad lib. Yeah. Um, and they almost did not make it because they had to mute out some of the laughing <laughs> because he just said it and everybody went, "What the hell?" <laughs> and they just let him riff. And that's probably the best thing to do with a, a professional comedian oh, type guy. Absolutely. Like, Especially one that can do that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, they may, they meet up with Packard's group eventually. Yeah. We're finally all together. Yeah. And, uh, and Packard's not going to leave until, one, he kills a monkey, and two, he finds Chad. But he, he doesn't... He doesn't say that part. He says, we're we're getting, we're getting not leaving a man behind. Yeah, he doesn't say it, but you can tell. You, Look at his eyes. We it's know it. full of rage. I get it. I get it. I get that. We know ulterior motive. But he tells the group, we're not leaving Chapman. Yeah. And Packard looks at Conrad. Says, you're a tracker. This is this is your profession. You find missing men. Yeah. Help me find my, my, my man. And he's like, okay, but we have to be back here by tonight, whether we find him or not. Yep. Um, and so instead of splitting the group, they only left Houston and San. I, the I think, Asian woman. Yeah, I think yeah. her name was San or something. But they left those two with the boat only. Yes. And they said, at dawn, you leave whether we're here or not. And I was like, well, that's what if you're like Dawn 05? 
you know. They leave. Yeah, I know. So, but everybody else goes. And I was like, that seems... Well, you need the manpower, for one thing. I guess. I guess. Um, but I would have left... Weaver decides she's going to go anyway. Yeah. Because she's that, you know, guerrilla photojournalist kind of mentality. That's probably why. Well, also... I think there's a relationship between Conrad and Weaver starting. Yeah. So they're kind of like together. Um, yeah. While they were on the boat, though, forgot to t- mention this. Mustache dude dies. Oh yeah, he, he got picked up by like a pterodactyl or something. Scary bird, yeah. monster things, and just ripped apart. Yeah. We also saw uh, what looked like a triceratops skull somewhere. Yeah. So while they're going through, they come across this graveyard mm-hmm. and it's full of green smoke yeah and they say they they talk about mass burials and, I, I, and they're like i've seen mass burials this is one of them mm-hmm. yeah and it's kong's parents yep and so when i saw it originally i i was like that's got to be methane and other mm-hmm. kind of explosive gases and everything and packard wants to go through it and marlo's like no, you don't do that. He goes, you don't do that uh, because you'll you'll just die. Yeah, and and he's like, I, 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 don't listen to me. I've only been here twenty two years. Yeah, twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because he's like, okay, I guess we're doing this. And so they're going through, and Cole, who plays Nucky's brother, that's the thing I always remember him from. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. He's. He's a really good actor. But he's the kind of guy that you can tell enjoys battle. Mm-hmm. But he lights a cigarette in the smoke. And the one, I think it was Mills, was like, what are you doing? Put and, that out. And, and he, he flicks, flicks it, it. And immediately sparks off uh, uh, an, an explosion. explosion. And you're like, what did you just do? Right. <laughs> and we see what he does. John, John Goodman's character is taking pictures. And the flash goes off. And for some reason he goes, uh-oh. Yeah. And, uh, I think he could thing, see it. The thing grabs him. Yeah, the skull and, crawler's and, here. And just, he's dead. Yeah. Bye-bye, Randa. And you can see that flash going off inside the body you of hear, the thing. Yeah, hear it and see it. And um, you're like, well, that's frightening. So then the fight starts. Uh, the the monster throws up a skull with dog tags on it. And you know it's Chapman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, basically it's a huge fight. couple people die. Bunch of red shirts die. Yeah. And then uh, Brie Larson saves them all with an explosion. They get out of Dodge. Yeah. They save. She saves him with Conrad's lighter. lighter. Yeah. yeah. By blowing up a skull. Mm-hmm. I was like, ugh. So I think we were down to like the main people. Yeah. I think we were down to five by the end we're of this. We're down to basically everybody who's in this movie. Yeah. That had um, speaking role. <laughs> <laughs> And so, Including Packard... Pillboy. Yes. So, Pillboy's I think still Pill, alive. I, I think Mills bought it here, too. No, mm, no, not yet. Later. No, yeah, later. Uh, and so, Packard's like, let's go get Chapman. And Conrad brings up the, the dog tags and says he's, he's dead. And he goes, well, that doesn't matter. We're still going. And they're like, why? And it's like, the weapons. And so, yeah. this is where Packard's ultimate plan is revealed to the group of why he wants to go there yep and And so they they, split he goes your your plane's over there the rest of us are going so they split up jackson's 
people they find uh the dear billy diary yes and uh they're, they're like take they, this yeah and, yeah they're like dear billy your your dad was a wonderful man i wish you could have known him uh we also get a scene of weaver and conrad it's darker now mm-hmm. and they're kind of on a cliff and godzilla or godzilla <laughs> i know i keep doing it too kong kong comes up to them and so you have this moment of kind of tenderness. Yeah. And that Weaver we puts her into, hand on on him, you know. You can look into Kong's eyes and they're kind of, you see the tear ducts and they're wet. They're a little wet and, and they're, uh, Conrad and Weaver are both kind of teary a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's almost a transfer of uh, uh, feeling between the two. Yeah, absolutely. Without having to speak it. Yep. And I I don't care what anybody says. Kong's really smart. Yeah. At the same time this is happening, though, they have found the napalm. They have just spread it all over the place and they have blown it up. Yeah, they're starting fires and everywhere. And so Kong has to leave uh, Loki Yeah, they, they, they've caught Captain his attention. Marvel. Yeah. And so um, I don't think Weaver and, and uh, Conrad are that far apart. No. They're not. So it's dark at this point. And so you get this really cool scene of uh, Packard and Kong having this staring fight across yeah. this water. And, you know, it's dark, except it's so lit by the fire that it's it's really good scene. And you could see the anger in both of their eyes oh, yeah. at this they, point. They're out for each other yeah. now. He hates him and Kong hates him. Mm-hmm. So. so Kong gets in the water. And Packard just smiles. Yeah. And you're like, oh no. Yep. And then he lights the water on fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they kill Kong, and the movie ends with uh, Packard cheering. <laughs> no. Now Kong you, comes through the fire. Yeah, it, it's it's a long pause, though, because you're like, oh, he succumbed to it. And you're mm-hmm. like, that's not how this movie's going to end. No. You know that's not And how. at this point, we didn't know this was going to be an actual shared universe. I heard rumors, mm-hmm. but I was like, they're never going to do Kong versus Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, were both, you wrong. Both, both uh, intellectual properties want their guy to win, and that's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So that was my thought at the time. So Kong's on fire. And they're going to blow him up after he gets out of the fire and he kind of collapses on the beach. And they're, well, like, setting charges on him but, or around him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is when Conrad and Weaver show up. Yep. Because they're like, I got to save him. Uh, and they're talking about saving Kong, and, not And, and not Hank's Packard. with him, too. <laughs> yes, with him too. yeah. Because he holds a gun to one one of the guys, to Pillboy, and he has the sword up against uh, the other guy. Yes. Or reverse that. One of them. He but the, he, he's got yeah. the gun to, to Silvco. Yeah. The youngest one. And he's got the sword on the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Pillboy. And so he looks at Silvco and is like, this isn't you. Yeah. You know, this isn't what you want to do. Right. Because he's scared. Mm-hmm. He's obviously scared. You know, this whole trip has frightened him. Yeah. And they're trying to talk Packard down and they're trying to talk the other soldiers into not going forward with this. And Silfco turns his, his gun on Packard. And then Cole lowers his weapon. I think Mills lowers his weapon, you know. And 
he Packard is the the cheese in the middle at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Kong wakes up. Kong wakes up as as Packard's people are just going to leave. Uh, uh-huh. Except Packard doesn't still move. Got that, yeah, Packard doesn't move. Yeah. He's still got the detonator in his hand. That's right. And, so and he just stares Kong in the face. The, the big one wakes up. Yes. Which wakes up Kong. Uh-huh. That's what it was. And what happens is he's like, get up, mother. And then he yeah. gets, boom, yeah. hit in the head. Done. He's Packard is gone. Yeah, uh... Uh, Kong smashes him completely. Yeah. Yeah. Squashes him like a bug. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Yeah. That's, that's gross. And then, uh, we get the big fight as the other team is heading towards where the boat used to be. Yes. Captain Marvel runs up to a cliffside and, and hits the, uh, yeah. flare gun. And, and it's, I think it's daylight now. Yeah. It, it, they've been there long enough it's that morning. it's morning. Yeah. They they do a quick cut over to Houston, and uh, they're like, they said dawn. What do we do? And, and they leave. And they're like, well, we they said dawn. We leave, you know. And so and they so come back. On the river. Yeah, and so obviously they see the flare though. Yep. So we get more of the fight. Kong gets knocked into some uh, like a ship. There was like a couple of ships debris yeah. there, and, and he gets like caught up in chains somehow. Up in chains. I don't understand how that happened. Here's I don't how, care how it happened. Here's how it happened. He <laughs> fell in there, and and they were like, "We need to show him break chains like he did in the first guy, uh, first King Kong movie." And and they're like, "That's brilliant. Let's do that." How do we do that? He goes, "I don't care." And that's how they did. I it. guess because it didn't make sense how he immediately got tangled because he landed on top of all of them. Yeah, but I don't care. It made it made for fun. Um, and then Weaver. Distracts the skull crawler. Yeah, which she gives, shoots it in the face with a flare. With the flare. Yeah, and I was like, "Ouch." Yeah. Um. So this gives Kong a bit of time to get his bearings. Mm-hmm. Another thing that happens also is that uh, the ship comes back and they're using the guns. Yes. And they're blasting the crap yes. out of the uh, the, the skull the, the skull crusher skull crawler. crawler. Yeah, and so they they all give him a bit of a moment to breathe think Mm -hmm. and he gets up and he breaks free from some of it but he can't break free from all of it and what he's attached to are the anchor propellers it's just or just propellers yeah Yeah. i thought there was an anchor in there but there wasn't Mm. there was a propeller on it and then we get some uh martial art bs yeah which i don't care i thought it was hysterical and i liked it Mm mm-hmm he uses that to slice that thing open. Yeah. Um, gorillas and chimpanzees and orangutans use tools. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. So I've seen uh, chimpanzees use tools in an anthill to get ants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen them use them as clubs. Mm-hmm. So it, it's the it's, monkey uprising is happening, folks. <laughs> Well, no, it's plausible that he would use a tool. I just don't think he would have used it the way that he... Well, he just... He, he knows that it, it'll hurt yeah. if he swings that thing and hits it. Yeah. It's sharp on the other end. It is. It is. So... So, um, yeah, Kong is much smarter than you than you think he would be. Yeah. He, he has a monkey brain, not a lizard brain. Yeah, and uh, one of the guys um, tries to sacrifice himself. Cole. 
and he thinks that the thing's going to come and eat him. Instead, it swipe swipes it's at him, just with its knocks tail, him into, a, and he a, just explodes in midair. Yeah, <laughs> he hits that mountain and boom. Yeah, that was a that was one of the most senseless deaths of the day. It was, but you know, it was kind of a redemption for him yeah. too because he was the one who really enjoyed war. Yeah. And and uh, what's her name? Uh, Brie Larson. She falls Weaver. into the river. Yes, and she's dead. <laughs> She's falling. She's sinking. So we get a little back and forth between her sinking in this greenish water and then the Kong, fight. Kong fighting the monster and finally defeating it, basically. Yes. yes. So Kong saves or gets Brie Larson out of the water uh-huh. and and then the monster rises back up. Yeah, you're like, I thought you were dead. But and, no, we get a jump scare. Yeah. And so he punches it in the mouth with the fist, with the fist, that, fist that has that Weaver Brie, in it. Brie Larson's in that fist. And somehow, this doesn't make sense to me. Somehow he's able to hold on to her without breaking her and rip out its it, tongue the and whole, innards, and the yeah. whole everything connected. And I was like, mm. And now it's dead. Suspension so of disbelief. He, he sets it down. <laughs> he sets her down. Uh, Hiddleston saves her, basically brings her back. Well, she, he starts to get her to sit up and she starts to, you know, get the water out. They get on the boat, they leave, Kong walks off. As the helicopters are taking them away, he yells at them one last time. Yeah. And that's credits. Yeah, we get that We'll Meet Again, uh, song. Yeah. Then, after a long credits, we get back to the story and this is where I was like, I had heard that this was going to happen, so I stayed for the mm-hmm. end credits mm-hmm. um, because I heard that there was something amazing at the end, and there was. So, yeah, we get a little home movie. Yeah, there's a little home movie of oh, that's Hank. right before the yeah. Hank goes home and he meets his wife and his son, who's in his twenties. I made a joke about him being a draft dodger, and Arwen's like, oh, he'd be 28 by now. And I'm like, yeah, but not when the freaking war started. I, I wasn't I wasn't even trying to talk about that, though. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, the conversation happened. It, it, the conversation happened, but that wasn't what I was trying to say, is that the kid looked way younger than 28. We have a son that looks like he's 13, still. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway. So when he first saw the other people, he's like, you guys are more beautiful than a beer and a hot dog and yeah. a baseball game, you know? And so his the last scenes you see of him is him sitting in a chair watching a baseball game with a beer and a hot dog. Yeah. And he's a Chicago born and raised, so he's a big Cubs fan. Yeah. And during the, during the uh, thing, he's like, uh, this was a funny interaction. He goes... Yeah, have the Cubs won yet? And then the the guy's like, no, the Cubs are never going to win. Well, who's your team? Uh, Detroit Tigers. He goes, Detroit Tigers? That's hilarious. And the guy goes, what do you think would win in a fight, a tiger or a cub? He goes, well, a tiger would. A cub is just a baby bear. A tiger's a full-grown tiger. It would eat the baby cub. And, and the guy goes, that's my point. And he's like, all right. I mean, just funny stuff like that. Then we get the credits. Yes. Hiddleston and Larson are sitting in uh, a room. The monarch symbols on the on the wall. In comes uh And they're dude. they're trying to they're trying to be like, Why are you holding us? Yeah. We didn't sing anything. We, there was no island. There were you know, they're like yeah. we're not gonna talk. And then in comes Houston and uh and Asian San. Lady. Yeah. And they're like, Okay, welcome to Monarch. 
Yeah. And here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And so there's other cave paintings around the world. One of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. One of King Ghidorah. Mothra. One of Mothra. My love for Mothra is stupid. And <laughs> I understand that. But I love Mothra so much. There was like a three-part movie called Mothra the Return. And I can't find it right now. I've been looking. But it's awesome. Hmm. The, the twin fairies are in it. They sing the songs. It's awesome. <laughs> you do have a weird love of Mothra. And so we see the setup basically for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yes. King Kong wasn't part of that as we had hoped. Mm-hmm. And so this is just King of the Monsters is another setup to Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Who's the real king. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And so here we go, folks. Next week, we're going to talk about Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So if you like this podcast, go on over to Facebook. We are Happy Funtime Movie Hour. We also have a Twitter handle. It is at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. You can listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. You can follow us there. Everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. We're everywhere, folks. Make make sure you hit follow or subscribe on those. That way you'll get an automatic download when a new episode's out. And we know know you want to listen. And I know I want you to listen. So let's just, you know, just listen. (laughs) Anyway, next week, again, King of the Monsters, Godzilla, and go watch a movie.